Ooh. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back, man. We back in business. You know what it is. It's another week, another Tuesday that I record. New episodes drop on the Wednesday. I'm in here. Verbal cardio. You know what it is, man. I'm in here running my mouth. That's why it's called verbal cardio, man. I got my patron saints in the building. I got to give them a shout out, man. Cutie B, Jax Wild, Alice, Mantana, Ashley J87, 2 Jesse, Passionate for God, Nana P, Markiki, Terrence C, Randomly CJ, Sharon McD, uh, Coco Puff, Geraldine Thompson, That Guy Kev B, Gladys Diaz, um, Zakia, Tim Scotty, Miss Ma'am, who else, D Pulliam, Heavy B, Geraldine, uh, Miss Josie, David Finch, C.G. White, Chef Matt Owen, Courtney Davis, Styler. I'm talking about you feel me. Um, Byron, Eric Payne, Deron Shields, DJ Hizzle, Passionate for God. Um... Chaz Ali, Ask to Maria, KC, Latoya Larkin, Jason Anderson, Dayo, Ike Not Turner, DT Hut, E Short Sacks, Brian Dillmar, Veronica House. Shout out to my patron saints, man. I appreciate y'all, man. They deep in here today, man. We deep in the building. Melinda Williams. I mean, Wilson. I'm sorry, Wilson. Sapphire Blaze. Chris M. Shout out to everybody, man. I got the IG live in here. Y'all only going to be in here for a little bit because you're not patron saints. So just know you're going to get the feed cut off when it gets juicy in here. When it gets juicy, when it gets right, when it gets ready, we cutting the feed off. If you want in, shout out to my, my new patron saint members, Miko and Melissa Valencia that just joined, Jessica, Tam, Ryan Jewell, Crystal Lincoln, uh, Darlin' Nikki, Melanie McLean, Margaret Strother, Courtney Davis, Maylin. I appreciate y'all. Uh, we back. I got my co-host, Water, best co-host of all time. You need it in your life. I got a mirror on the ones and twos. We out here, man. Drink more water, y'all. Drink it every day. Every day, it should just it should just be a part of your staple. Whatever you got going on, it should just be there right with you. Water. Drink a lot of room temp if you can. You know what I'm saying? Drink a lot of room temp if you can. Get that room temp in there, man. If you like the shirt I got on, man, check out Art Simpson. Art underscore Simpson underscore on IG. He's got some dope shirts. He be taking all my money. And uh, we are back. We are back yet again. Lauren Hill. Has no remorse on showing up late for her show. She said, y'all need to be happy I'm here at all. Lauren Hill, I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like that attitude. Whatsoever, I don't even remotely even, I don't like what you said. That's not how you do your fans. And listen, listen, I, I get it. I get it. You turn your back on music. I get it. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 for whatever reason, you turn your back on a music career, and that's fine. You have every right to do so. But if you're still going to be doing live shows, which bring you revenue, which bring you money, which, which puts money on the table that you can feed your family, whatever, feed yourself, whatever it is, you got to honor that, man. Honor that. Honor that. Respect it. And I get it. I get it. You're fed up. You're fed up with the music industry, this, this, that, and the third. I'm a human being first. I'm an artist. I got integrity. It's about my soul. Respect the people that show up, man. Because you know, you know what the alternative is. Nobody's showing up, and them pockets running dry. Dry-ass pockets? I don't care who you are. Dry-ass pockets hurt. They're going to affect you sooner or later. And I get it. I get it. I get it. You, you, you want to just be a human being. You want to live your life. You want to have artistic integrity. You just want to be a human being and stand on your own terms. And I, I understand all that. 
But if you're still going to be doing live shows where people pay money to come see you, you have to respect that. Don't be late all the time with no remorse. Need to be happy I show up at all. God damn. That's the coldest slice. Damn, that's a cold slice. People out here, they, they get money for babysitters. They restructuring their whole schedule. They getting transportation to and fro. They putting in real work to come see you. And you say it's going to be at a certain time. Some people got to work in the morning. They got to work in the morning. They like, man, I got to see Lauren Hill, but I got to work in the morning, but I'm going anyway. And you just out here like, man, you need to, you need to be glad I'm even performing for your little dusty asses. God damn. That's a cold slice. Y'all need to be happy I'm even here. Come on, man. Lauren Hill is responsible for one of the greatest albums ever made, hands down. But you don't do people like this. You don't do people like this. Bob Marley would never. Bob Marley would never. Come on, man. Respect the fans. And I love I I feel like Lauren Hill is a legend, man. No, he is legendary, but come on, man. Come on. Don't be doing this. Respect, respect this. And but but I'm also, I'm also, I'm also soft with fans. Like I am soft with fans, man. Like if you a fan, man, I appreciate y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna give y'all the good energy. Like, it's some artists that really hate their fans. Like, they, they don't like their fans. And I get it. Some fans are weirdos. Some fans are assholes. Some fans, excuse me, some fans are entitled. I get it. Some fans be doing the most. Some fans be doing too much. I get it. But some fans are just, they just really like you, man. They support you. They buy your art. They buy whatever product you selling. They pull up to, you, to see you live, excited. They wearing your shirts. You make them happy. You give them something. And some people just appreciate that, you know? And so, but some people get so fed up with the with the fans that overdo it and do too much that they just start barking at the whole fan base. And then you alienate the good quality, robust fans that aren't overdoing it. You alienate them. So that's why I'm just like, yo, if you're a fan of me, man, come on. I appreciate you. That's why you get maximum energy from me every time. Every time. You get maximum energy from me. And yo, I'm not punctual. So I can't even call Lauren Hill out for being late. I'm not punctual. But. But. I I apologize. When I'm late for Tony Baker and Friends, I apologize to the audience. I apologize. I'm like, sorry, I was late, y'all. I was scrambling, man. My booty cheeks was clenched. You know, I, I apologize. And it don't be two hours. In hell, no. Nah. Two hours? If I was two hours late for Tony Baker and Friends, which is every last Monday of the month at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California, the next show is November 27th. If you're in the L.A. area, pull up to Tony Baker and Friends. It'll be at 8 p.m. at Flappers Comedy Club. If I was two hours late for Tony Bacon Friends, that means the show wouldn't start till 10 p.m. Y'all got to work in the morning. Y'all would be gone. Y'all would leave. Y'all would be out of here. And I would just be performing for some chairs and some staff members. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you don't respect the audience. Guess what? If that audience never shows up, you're just standing there. You're just standing there doing a rehearsal. Put some respect on your fan's name. Right, the staff will get sent home because there ain't no customers. They gonna, they gonna shut the club down. They gonna turn the lights off. Um, Veronica House asked me, are you tired or confused about this Trump situation? Like, I feel like he doesn't even qualify to be on the ballot for president. Any thoughts or concerns, Tony? I feel like this. 
if you if you are actively on trial for some shit, you've been you've been arrested, you've been you've you are actively on trial. Should you be running for president? I feel like they should be like, hey man, we can't have you running for president. You got too much shit going. I get I get America wants to be home of the free and all that, but man, listen. You got too much shit going. You are actively hemmed up for court shit. And you still running for president? You president, man, you got to be top notch, man. Your rep got to be legit. If you running for president of the United States, you you currently they on your neck. About some illegal shit going, man. You, I've seen regular jobs with more background accountability than this. Are you talking about being the face of the country? Mid, mid, mid bullshittery going on on the legal tip? And you still get to run for president? That's wild. That's wild. So it's just like, I'm dead inside. Listen, to the IG Live people, they want me to cut the feed. My patron saints are over here like, yo, turn the shit off. So I got to cut the feed. So if y'all want to see the rest of this, if y'all want to see this episode live as we record it, join my Patreon. Pull up. Join right now. Join right now, man. Um... Or if not, we 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 just gonna cut the feed. And I'm about to hit the cut. I'm about to hit the cut button, right? Yeah, they hating because they paying top dollar. Y'all in here for free, so of course they hating. If you was paying for something, right? If you was paying for something, you pay good money. Five dollars a month is good money. You pay good money, and then you see some people over here reaping the benefits for free. You gonna feel a certain way? Like, oh man, they getting they getting a free show. I paid this. Y'all over here getting the free? Got a feeling, man. Anyway, join my Patreon, though. Join right now, man. I challenge you. All right. So, yeah, that stuff about Trump is wild, man. It's wild. But that just goes to show you the hypocritical nature of this country, man. The hypocritical nature of this country. And I, I, I guarantee you, a lot of Trump supporters... They be judging everybody on on ethics and morals and, and what crimes did you do? They they judging the shit out of everybody. You do it, it's illegal. This, this, that, and the third. But when it comes to Trump, though, all of that, all of that fades. All of all of his misdeeds, all of his bullshittery fades when it comes to him. All the stuff that he's done. It's hypocritical, man. It's hypocritical. I don't like hypocritical shit. That's 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 my that's one of my many pet peeves. Hypocritical bullshit. And America beyond just that. You better not ever talk shit about what people are doing. Like you voted for Trump. At the end of the day, when you want to talk about people's character and how they carry themselves and what they be doing, but you sat up here and voted for Trump, I don't want to hear shit that comes out your mouth. Shut your ass up. Shut it up, Talbert. Shut it on up. Listen, uh, the holidays are coming up, y'all. If you want to hear where'd you get that, this holiday season, Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. Here's a few of my favorite gifts that I found on their site. So... I went to Uncommon Goods and they had a um they had this uh wait hold on let me find it Uncommon Goods They got so much dope stuff on here and it's like unique stuff that that I haven't seen before 
So now, you know, let's look at the Christmas. I'm going to just go into the Christmas joint. Uh, they got sweaters. They got custom wall art. They got a winter CT set. Um, they got these create your own real viewers. Like, you you remember the uh, the little viewfinder things. You can create your own. I really like that. You can create your own. They got uh, They got state ornaments shaped like states. They got 12 days of hot sauce. So you can get the 12 days of hot sauce advent calendar. Um, you can get these little, these little uh, spotted Willie's garden ducks with boots on. You can get a popcorn bowl with a kernel sifter in that mug. So now you ain't got the kernels at the bottom of the joint. Yo, I love that. You got a bowl, you got a popcorn bowl with a kernel sifter. They got all kind of stuff on here, man. Um, they got a smartphone-controlled paper airplane. Just random stuff that's like dope as hell. It's going to make your gift stand out. Uh, they got an urban map glass. They got, peanut, they got a peanut butter sampler. Hold on, man. This is fat tone coming in. They got a peanut butter sampler. You can get peanut butter, cherries, and milk chocolate, or you can get peanut butter, milk chocolate, toffee, and rice krispies, peanut butter, white chocolate, and pretzels, peanut butter, coconut, dark chocolate, and almonds, peanut butter, honey, almonds, and granola, and peanut butter, cranberries, white chocolate, and dark chocolate together. Man, whew, fat tone. They got all kind of gifts, man. So when you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists, and small independent businesses. These fine products are often made in small batches, so shop now before they sell out this holiday season. Uncommon Goods looks for pro, uh, products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. From art and jewelry to kitchen, home, and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone, not just the same lackluster gifts you could get just anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back a dollar to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than two and a half million dollars to date. So to get it, uh, to get 15 percent off your next gift, go to UncommonGoods.com slash verbal. That's UncommonGoods.com slash verbal for 15 percent off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're out of the ordinary. That's dope. As the un uncommon goods is, uh, I'm gonna be hitting them up, man, because I I never know what to get people as gifts. I never know what to get, and so I feel like uncommon goods. We we write as rain. What's up, Sabrina? Sabrina's up in here, man. What's up? Uh, we deep in here, man. We a hundred deep. We a hundred deep. Y'all was kind of light last week. I wasn't gonna say nothing, but y'all was kind of light last week. But y'all y'all deep today. The discount code um, is. You say what the discount code is? The, so uncommongoods.com slash verbal. That's where you go. Um, yeah, y'all. So uh Ocho Cinco and Shannon Sharp were talking about the Keith Lee thing in Atlanta, about the restaurants. And, you know, Ocho was just like, man, what are, what are his qualifications to even be doing a food critique? You could tell he just wasn't familiar with how Keith Lee does things. And so um, so he was just saying, what is his qualifications? He shouldn't be he shouldn't be critiquing, uh, you know, black businesses like that. But he didn't know what Keith Lee was all about. So I've heard that he's retracted his statement and, you know, him and Keith Lee, you know, had a talk and got it together. And it was funny. Keith Lee made a, a rebuttal video just saying, like, you know, what he does and who he is. And he's just a regular person. He he drives at home every time. He's just a regular person like everybody else just going to, you know, critique food. And every restaurant has a right to be critiqued. If you spend money, you have a right to give your opinion on your experience, how the food tastes. You have every right to do this. That's why they have Yelp. That's, how, that's why they have food reviews. That's why they have any of this. If you're providing a service, you you people going to judge you. I like the service. I like the quality. I like this. I like that. And so um, 
Keith Lee got them together real quick. And Keith is doing some amazing stuff for a lot of businesses. Like, he drives their revenue up. Like, he drives, you know, people show up. Like, when he gives a good review, people show up now. Now they got lines and stuff like that. So he's doing a great service to small businesses. And he pays regular price. He doesn't go in there looking for free handouts or free food. Yeah, you can give me the free food, and then I'll put you on my page. No, he pay, he still pays regular price. And a lot of times, he'll tip crazy. It was this one video. He went in a restaurant. He was like, how much money did y'all make today? And she said, like, about 2200 He was like, I'm going I'm to I'm do that. I'm going to give you 2200 as well. I'm going to match what you made today. So he's doing, he's doing great things. And I'm glad him and Ocho was able to talk it out because I could tell. I could just tell Ocho just wasn't familiar with who he was talking about. And sometimes we do that. Sometimes we jump out the window without doing the full research and our due diligence on who we're talking about. Then you end up looking silly. But I like the fact that they could go back and, you know, talk it out. And my bad, dog. Man, I ain't know what you was really all about. Humility, accountability. You got to love it. You got to love it. Um, Alice R., if there was a challenge to stay in the quietest room in the world for 24 hours, do you think you would last? Yes, I would. I want to be in that room. I want to be in there. I need that room right now. I need just quiet for 24 hours. Yes. Put me in the room. Y'all wouldn't make it. Why not? Coming from somebody that do sound, you wouldn't make it. The sound of silence is, I don't think people really know what that really sounds like. It's when distracting there's abso- absolutely no noise whatsoever, yeah. then you start getting into your head. But then you start, uh, if you've ever been somewhere where it's really quiet, um, your ears do this thing where they kind of raise the sound up because your senses are getting high. Yeah. So I think it puts you in like a frightening kind of feeling just mm-hmm. naturally because that's all awareness. That's your, you're one of your senses and it's like you're losing it. Yeah. I can't hear anymore. So what's going on? So you panic. So it could throw you into a panic. But mm. The reason that nobody's been able to ever do it is because it does send you into some kind of... Oh, so nobody can do it. Nobody's done it. Nobody's been able to sit in a room, uh, a a completely silent room for... I don't even know if it's been that long. So it's a challenge. It is. 24 hours is crazy. But a couple hours are probably... You probably wouldn't even be able to do it. I I don't think most people probably get past an hour, at least. I want to try. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. I want in on it's this. A, it's a thing because I don't know. Most people will never know what true silence really sounds like. Right. You know, that's not a that's not a common thing. Like actual silence when they have panels in the room where nothing can nothing is going on. Nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. You hear absolutely nothing. It's silent. I I would. I would I would struggle with that because of my you know my right ear is always humming, so now I'm focused on the the humming in my right ear, and so I'm just be like that's probably gonna drive me crazy. Yeah, let me see. I, I forgot where it's at. They actually have a room. Uh, if they got a room out here, I will do it. See how long I last. I think it's in Europe somewhere. Earth's quietest place will drive you crazy in 45 minutes. Damn. This is on the Smithsonian Magazine. Inside the room is so silent. Uh, inside the room is so silent that background noise measured is actually negative decibels. Wow. So it's just a bunch of panels and stuff like that. They say it's measured at negative 9.4 dBA. Uh... But yeah, this it's a it's uh where is it? The quietest place on earth is in uh Minnesota. It's, oh, a, Minnesota. it's so quiet that the longest that anybody has been able to bear it is forty five minutes. Forty five is the record? Forty five minutes, man. This was twenty thirteen, so maybe it's changed, but I don't I, I truly don't know if people can actually, you know, make it uh for Dang. that long. Forty five minutes is uh that sounds like a long time. Uh one person stayed in there for forty five minutes when it's quiet, ears will adapt. The quieter the room, the more things you hear, you'll hear your heart beating, sometimes you can hear your lungs, hear your stomach gurgling loudly. Yeah, you become the sound essentially. I want in on this. <laughs> I want to try it. I want to see if I can do at least an hour or two. I gotta write that down, man. Good question. Now I'm thinking like and I, you know what? I, I want to talk about this, man. Some people are really scared of silence. Like in terms, not, not this extreme case of silence, but I'm just like, some people have to fill the space with talking. And I find that for me, I'm comfortable not talking in a room full of people. 
Or not even a room full of people. Like, let's say it's a couple people in there. Just like maybe maybe just me and someone else. Or like, you know, just three people in there. I have zero issue with silence. Like, you know, I got my phone. I'm on the phone chilling. I'm playing pool. I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling a timeline. I'm just chilling. I'm texting. Some people, when it gets quiet, they they must feel like they're on the radio to where it's like, man, we can't have no dead air. And they just keep it going. I'm like, yo, we can just chill. We can just chill and it's fine. There's no beef. Like if you're not beefing with somebody, I know silence can be a lot. Like if you're beefing with your significant other or whatever, and you know, why are you so quiet? And then, it, well, I didn't like how you did this. I get that. That's different. But when you're just chilling, everything's on the up and up. Everything is chill and normal and regular. People feel the need to, oh, I got to talk. I got to talk about something. No, you don't. No, you don't. We could just sit here and exist. You ain't got to be talking, man. Hush. Hush. That happened to me recently. It was like a comedian just had to keep talking. I'm like, yo, we can chill. We can chill. It's okay. We just chilling. We ain't got to be saying stuff. You ain't always got to be saying stuff. You can sit in the silence and just relax in the moment. Just reflect, think, look on your phone at stuff. But we ain't got to be doing it. Just, just, just hush. Okay? I just need people to know that when you're around me, let's say, let's say if, if if there's a comedian watching this right here, right now, and you find yourself in the green room and it's just me and you, and I'm on my phone chilling, you ain't got to keep talking. We ain't, you ain't got to keep saying stuff. Just hush. Hushing is, hushing is a good time, man. A lot of people underestimate the value of hush. Hushing is a good time, man. A, a good, a good quality, robust hush. Oh, it's a good time, man. Just know that there's some value in it. It's okay. Good conversation is great. Good conversation is a, is a great time. I get it. Conversation when you got great conversation. You, Man, I had a really good time. That's fine too. But it's got to be organic. It's got to flow. It's got to feel right. But if if somebody, if I'm over here with the that's crazy, if I'm giving you multiple, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Get your boy up out of here. If I'm sending you multiple, that's crazies. Please. It's time for that hush. It's time. Read the room. Read my energy. I'm giving you the bare minimum. Bare minimum these hushes, man. Feel me out. I'm no longer asking you follow-up questions. I'm no longer interjecting with anything. I'm just like, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Look at my eyes. Am I dead behind the eyes? Am I, am I steadily going back into my phone as you keep talking? It's time for the hush. It's time, man. Read me. Read me, Seymour. Maybe they would. And I get it. You, I get it. There's so many different reasons why you're talking. You're nervous. You, you know what I'm saying? You, but I'm telling you right here, right now. But I'm going to get to a point where I'm just like, listen. I I gave all I could. I'm I'm tapped out. And this should be okay for us to say we're tapped out. We're tapped out on this conversation. It's okay. It's gonna hurt feelings, but hey, I'm I'm tapped out right here, right now on this. I'm gonna just chill. And then it's gonna be awkward after that. And then then you gotta deal with the awkward energy that that creates. Cause now I had to tell you, I'm I'm tapped out. Oh, oh. And then it's just awkward. And then they don't know whether to leave or to stay. They don't know what's going on. And now it's just, 
But it was either going to be that or you just going to keep talking my head off instead of instead of indulging in a nice, robust slice of hush. That's all I'm saying. Man. The hush is not the enemy. Okay? It's not your enemy. Um, Geraldine wants to know, what kind of character would you play if given the chance at becoming a movie star? What kind of film would you like to star in? Um, my favorite, I would love to be in an action movie or like an action comedy. I would love to, the ultimate, the ultimate vehicle for me would be something similar to Beverly Hills Cop. That to me, or even like 48 Hours, let's say I blow up on a buddy, buddy cop joint. Or just a buddy action comedy. That, that would be the ultimate for me where I blow up from there. But Beverly Hills Cop, to me, is the ultimate. That would be the ultimate, like, movie role, springboard, whatever you want to call it, to where I would I would love that as my, as my you know, film that made me a movie star. Maybe I was in maybe I was in something where my role popped and you know I was a good supporting character or co-lead and that led me into like my Beverly Hills cop type joint. And so like with Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy was in his first movie was 48 hours, right? And he, you know, he co-headlined that with Nick Nolte. 48 hours made 90 million dollars in 1982. Crazy money at the box office. He followed that up with Trading Places. Now he's paired up with Dan Aykroyd and this Eddie Murphy. Trading Places does similar numbers to 48 Hours. Big money is made. It's like 83. His third film, Beverly Hills Cop, makes over 200 and something million dollars in 1984. One of the highest grossing comedies ever made, even to this day, when you adjust for inflation, is still one of the highest grossing comedies ever made. That that would be ideal for me. To be in that type of movie and it goes that crazy. And then it just everything else just writes itself after that. So that would that would be the ultimate for me. Um but I'm also a, a dramatic actor, man. Like I would love to do dramas. Like I would love to do dramas. I'm good at drama. Drama is easier than comedy for me. Um, when I look at when I I was doing the movie night uh, the other night with with my patron saints. Shout out to the patron saints. We was in movie night, and I found out that Nana P. Nana P. Watched Invincible without us. Watched episode one, season two of Invincible without us. After I was like, "Yo, wait for me before you watch it, uh, Invincible." So she confessed that she watched it without us. Yeah, Nana P, I'm putting you on blast, shouting. So I go into this emotional tirade of betrayal and hurt, pain, loss, backstabbed. The realization that I was betrayed by somebody I trusted and loved. And I immediately went in, I tapped into those emotions. And I was, I was teary-eyed for real, even though I was just acting. And so it just, it just reaffirmed that I can do these dramas, 100%. If you, if you were to hear me and what I was saying and the emotions I was going through, you'd be like, man, Tony, you good? So, yeah, you missed it, Miss Man. So I would love love to do like a, a bunch of dramatic roles. One of one of one of the roles that I, I I dream about doing is like playing two characters in the same movie. Like I'm playing twins. I would love to do a role where I'm playing twins, like Mark Ruffalo, uh, Mark Ruffalo's performance in that HBO uh, limited series. I forget the name of it or like, you know, uh, what Nicolas Cage did and um, 
was it adaptation, I think. I would love to Oh yeah, Tom Hardy did that where he played the 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 craze the craze or whatever. Um I would love to do a role like that. While I'm playing two brothers and you know they they're different, but they look the same but they're different, totally different personalities. I would love a role like that. Um but yeah, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm talking about you feel me. Anyway, um I want to take this moment I want to take this moment to talk about Green Chef because I am hungry. And uh, Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals. Green Chef offers a wide range of recipes to suit your preferences. Um, They are the number one meal kit for eating clean. Uh, Let Green Chef take the work out of eating clean this holiday season with chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved recipes featuring fresh ingredients with nothing artificial. Choose from recipes featuring lean proteins like turkey and sockeye salmon and barramundi and tilapia and scallops and shrimp, certified organic whole fruits, vegetables and eggs, and plenty of whole grain options. Uh, You can eat clean all holiday long with 80 plus weekly options that change every week featuring delicious nutritionist approved recipes. You can choose from our eight meal preferences with options for every lifestyle, including quick and easy protein packed, calorie smart, Mediterranean, keto, delicious discoveries, gluten free and plant based. You can eat clean a delicious way this November with flavor packed recipes like buttery lemon garlic shrimp, uh, harissa apricot chicken, maple butternut squash risotto, and sriracha tamari beef bowls. And Green you know, you got options for every lifestyle. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating clean with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. You can eat clean the easy way with recipes that help manage your weight and support your wellness goals without skipping on the flavor. Um, Feel your best with nutritionist approved recipes, including calorie smart meals under 650 calories, protein packed meals with at least 40 grams of protein on average per serving, science backed Mediterranean recipes and flavorful plant rich vegan and vegetarian meals featuring certified organic whole fruits and vegetables, good for you grains and plant based proteins. Um. And they deliver everything you need to eat clean the easy way uh, this November. Fill your best with chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved recipes packed with clean ingredients that support your healthy lifestyle and taste great, too. Um, I would agree, Chef. It's a good time. Uh, The meals are easy to prepare. Um, I had like a cauliflower joint from there, and it was a good time. I was like, yo, this is fire. And I love how I can get the calories. I know how how many calories I'm getting, um, how much protein I'm getting within this serving. And so they they just make tracking your food and what you're you're taking in easier because everything is listed there. You know, when we cook at home, sometimes we don't do the math correctly. If we counting calories, if we counting, um, if we counting protein, if we counting carbs, sometimes we'd be fumbling on the math. We'd be doing like, we'd be doing that loose math. No, it's just, it's just eight grams, but you're not counting the servings and all that. So you gotta be mindful of that. Um, for green chefs, best deal of the year, get $250 off with the code verbal two fifty at greenchef.com slash verbal two fifty. Again, as you can get $250 off with code verbal two fifty at greenchef.com slash verbal two fifty. Mm, that's a good time right there. That is a good time. One more time. That's $250 off with the code verbal250 at greenchef.com slash verbal250. Mm, that's a good time, man. Shout out to Green Chef, man. I appreciate y'all. Um, how do I feel about Invincible Season 2? Um, we just one episode in. I like it so far. Um, I'm kind of, but I am kind of fatigued on multiverse or different dimension type stuff. I'm getting, I'm getting tired of it. 
like the multiverse, different dimensions. It's cool, but now I'm getting kind of tired of it. I just want one dimension right now. Let's let's go back to one dimension. I'm getting tired of these different timelines. That's why, honestly, I can't even get into Loki, man. Like I, I the storyline is just not bringing me in. I watched one episode. I haven't even been back, so it's like. I'm kind of done with the with the dimensions and the different the multiverses and the different. All right, man. All right, give me one. Give me one dimension and some fire shit happening in this dimension. I'm fine with that. One dimension, one universe is good enough for me. Spider Man did work. Spider Man was fire. Spider Man No Way Home was fire. I loved it. But but with the, with the first season of Loki and like these other things doing, now we now we got several different versions of the same human being. It's like all right, okay, okay, all right. I'm tired of it, and so I feel like that that might be the route they're going with Invincible season two. So I'm just like, Ugh. all right, but we gonna see. It's still too early to say. But the first episode was legit. But I'm just like, okay, where are we going with this? I don't know. Um, but it was good. I'll be there for more episodes. I'm definitely pulling back up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? That's going to happen for sure. That's going to happen for sure. Um, David Finch asked, what would I love to do next in my career? Um, I really... I'm slowly leaning towards like creating something, whether it be um, whether it be an animated show or like a, a sitcom or like um, maybe even maybe even just do a, like a film or a short film or something like. That. I'm slowly leaning into that and like you know trying to get my mental together to do something like that. Um, but I would love to just. I would love to just be a draw on the road though. Like, you know, just can fill up can fill up these clubs fast. Like quick fast. One theater sold out. And I ain't got to keep pushing the promotion. That's my main goal. Like I just want to show up, do my show. People showed up. I didn't have to keep pushing the promo and like hearing people like, I didn't know you was coming. I want everybody in the city to know I'm coming. And then you just pull up. That's that's one of my major career goals. Um, and yeah, be, doing a sitcom would be dope. And that would help. That would help drive the sales on the road too. So that's always my mindset when it comes to my career. I always want to be doing stand up. I love performing live. That's my that's my love right there. So I always want to be doing that. And so whatever it takes on the side to attain those those seats and those quick sales i'm down to do so my big plans for 2024 is to just focus on content i'm gonna be pumping out more voiceovers more you know social media content more clips more stand-up clips so i'm gonna just be pumping those out i'm gonna still do tony baker and friends every month i'll, I'll be getting up locally around la uh doing stand-up Getting, getting my feet out there and working on the new set for the next tour in 2025. And I'll be doing more traveling too in 2024. I'll be, I'll be traveling for social reasons. I'll be visiting family and friends and loved ones and just going on little adventures here and there in 2024. You know, traveling, traveling for non-work purposes. I'm going to do that as well. So that's the plan for 2024. But let's do some this or that's and get the hell up out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got some this or that's up in the chat's worth. Oh, thank you, Courtney, for pulling up on Orlando, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Looking forward to seeing you there. You miss Sandy? Oh, I would love to have my mom on. She's she says she's gonna visit me, so we are gonna see. In single Backstreet Boys, I'm gonna be honest with you. On paper and like at the time, I would have said In Sync in the moment. You know, because In Sync had a In Sync had a little bit more 
They had a little bit more swag to them. They had a little bit more R&B on them. Especially that song Gone. They had they had a little bit more they had a little bit more, you know, swagger on them. But the Backstreet Boys, when I hear I want it that way, I feel like NSYNC don't have a I want it that way. Like NSYNC got some cool, they got some jams. But I want it that way. Tell me why ain't nothing more than. Tell, I want it that way is better than, that's the best of the two groups, in my opinion. I want it that way. Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartbreak. So, on the strength of that, even though I, I probably feel like NSYNC is the better group, I would probably rather see NSYNC live. But I want it that way, man. I want it that way. <laughs> that song right there, it just, it, just puts, it just instantly puts me in a good mood. I don't know what it is, man. So to answer your question, in single Backstreet Boys. That's how I want it that way, man. Tell me why. I'ma still go with NSYNC, just on the strength of swagger. <laughs> Even though I want it that way is the best. I'ma still lean in sync just because they had a little bit more swagger on it. All right. Uh Jay Thomas asks, you're in a store and your stomach bubbling. Do you use the bathroom there, but there's no stall door, or do you try and hold it for a 20-minute drive home? I'm going home. Me taking a dump in the public toilet is, is rare territory. Me doing that number two on the public toilet? And we're talking about ain't no door on the stall. So it's, it's basically prison dumping. I'm basically in a jail cell at this point. Ain't no, ain't no door. People going to be walking in, looking me dead in my soul while I'm on the toilet. Nah. Nah. I'm not going out like that. I would rather take the 20-minute trip home. And I might not even make it. But you know what? I can clean up my mess in private. I can be ashamed of myself by myself. If I got to take the dump, if I got to take the dump in the public restroom, no door, people going to be coming in there. They'll be like, yeah, so I was telling the guy, oh, man, look at this guy. I'm fro. I'm, it's, it's vulnerability, man. I'm just sitting in there. I can't be like, what you looking at? What, what you looking at? I'm looking at you taking a shit. What you gonna do? I, I can't get up. I just gotta take take you looking at me, man. I'm not ready for that, man. I don't want nobody to see me in that act. I hate it. When, I hate it when I'm on the toilet, on Instagram, minding my own business, go up in somebody live. I'm in the comment section having a good time. Then they try to tag me into the live. I'm on the toilet. I'm on the toilet, man. Don't bring me in here. Stop inviting me to the live. Make sure I'm, I'm, I'm good to go before you just invite me to the live, man. Or you're going to get your feelings hurt. And I'm going to be like, nah, decline. I'm on the toilet. And I'll be saying it too, like, I'm on the toilet. Leave me alone. Uh, so I would rather I would rather hold it. I'm the hold it king. Like, I can hold I can hold a number two for, for a long time. I've done it before. I'm I'm damn near legendary in the number two hole streets. So I'm gonna go ahead and go home, take the L. Take the L. Uh Cafe Ole J asks, Gen V or the boys? The boys. The boys. Easy. Even though Gen V is good so far, the boys. The boys. Absolutely the boys. Um, that one girl in Gen V, she got some dumb powers where she can manipulate blood. Those powers are so dumb, man. 
being able to control the the blood inside of a person, that's pretty dope. But just having to cut yourself to do something with the blood, it's just silly. I don't I don't like those powers. It's gross. It's unsanitary. It's mad unsanitary. I'm just like, ugh. Those the powers she got? Mm-mm. She killed she killed her parents with the period blood. She had her first cycle. Mom came in there, killed on accident. Pops came in. What's going on? Killed him too. Her first period, she's killed her parents. If that ain't some trauma for your ass. But yeah. But I I like the boys better. But Gen V is good. Matter of fact, we got to catch up on movie night. So stay tuned for that. Um... Outcast or Little Brother, Dayo asks. Outcast, I gotta go with Outcast. Outcast is the best duo to ever exist in life, period. Gotta go with Outcast. Outcast is the best duo in music, any genre. I love Little Brother. I love Little Brother. But if we talking a duo, so that means get back and later, right? Because they were they were a trio at first, they were a trio for the listening and the minstrel show, and those to me are my favorite little brother albums. Those two, so my favorite little brother albums is when they were a trio. So, uh, and I love Get Back. Don't get me wrong, but Outcast though, man, that just legendary, legendary shit. So I'm going to go with, and it's tough, man, because I love Little Brother. It's tough. But I got to go with that cast, man. I got to go with that outcast. Got to go with that outcast. Um, Zay Nova asks, Captain Crunch or Mr. T Cereal? Here's the thing. A lot of, a lot of y'all don't know about the Mr. T Cereal. You're too young. You don't even know what we're talking about right now. But Mr. T Tasted like Captain Crunch, the regular gold brick Captain Crunch, regular gold bricks. Now, since traditionally I like Captain Crunch and I like the gold bricks, but once Crunch Berries hit the scene, the gold bricks had to sit on the side. So with Mr. T, since the shapes are a little bit different, it gave it a different feel, even though it was technically the same cereal. But when I see just the regular bricks, I always feel like they missing the berries. These gold bricks ain't shit without the berries. So with that being said, I would rather have the Mr. T cereal because I can look at the Mr. T cereal and not be longing for the berries. But with Captain Crunch, if I see the regular Captain Crunch, just the gold bricks, I'm gonna be like, where the berries at? And then I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be all the way in mentally to check all the way in. So if I just eat a nice bowl of that Mr. T, I'm gonna be fine mentally. So I'm gonna go with Mr. T. For that, for that very reason. It's a mental, it's a mental thing. It tastes the same. It's pretty much the same ingredients. But the mental hurdle of where the berries at? I ain't got to deal with that with Mr. T. So, yeah. There's that. Ain't nobody got time for no mental gymnastics when you're eating cereal. Cereal is supposed to calm everything down. Cereal is supposed to bring your mental down. Your mood is supposed to shift for the better. Life is simpler when you're eating cereal. So now if I got a, if I got a, if I got a mental hurdle eating a bowl of cereal, man, defeating the whole purpose of the cereal. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me. Courtney Davis asks, verbal cardio or daddy issues? I feel like for me, daddy issues for me, I feel like I'm just doing a group album. Like, uh, so we doing daddy issues. It's just a group, it's just a group album. I'm in, I'm in New Edition. I'm in uh, Wu-Tang Clan. I'm just a part of the group. And so, my energy is different on 
Daddy Issues. As y'all can tell, if you watch both, if you see me on Daddy Issues and you see me here, my energy is different. My energy is higher on verbal cardio because it's just me. So now it's just like, ah, I feel like I'm performing. So um, in my energy on Daddy Issues, you got to distribute. I got to distribute the ball, play point guard, um, and just play my role. I'm just role playing on Daddy Issues. So for me, it's verbal cardio. Because verbal cardio, I can get sad, I can get somber, my energy's up, I'm, you know, I'm I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And so it just reminds me of me performing on stage or me just doing my thing. And I, I feel like, you know, if I had to choose between the two, and I always I always try to avoid both answers. I gotta pick one or the other. I'm gonna go with verbal cardio because I'm able to give more energy and not have to not have to role play. You know what I mean? So verbal cardio for me. Verbal cardio. No disrespect to the fellas, but verbal cardio. And then finally, uh say say remember Savior, this is that questions that I didn't get to for a future episode. Finally. Yeah, I'm the point guard on Daddy Issues. Cornbread or biscuits? Biscuits. 100% easy work. Biscuits. I'm a biscuit head. Some people know this. Some people don't. I am a biscuit head. This is who I am. I embrace who I am. I consider myself a biscuit connoisseur. I like cornbread, but... Cornbread doesn't excite me the way biscuits do. I can look at some cornbread and be like, oh, they got cornbread. Cool, cool. When I see biscuits, I get excited. My spider senses are tingling. I'm like, yo, oh, they got biscuits. Biscuits, you say? When I see biscuits on the menu, I'm like, oh, biscuits, huh? Biscuits. My energy shifts. Like, oh, they, oh, they got biscuits. Oh, biscuits and gravy? Let me get the biscuits, no gravy. Okay, when somebody say they're making homemade biscuits, I drool immediately. When somebody say I'm making cornbread, I'll be like, "Oh, cool, cool." Don't get me wrong, cornbread is great. I really enjoy cornbread. I love cornbread. Cornbread is extremely hit and miss, depending on who makes it and what they use and how hard is it. Does it have seasoning? Does it taste too, you know, doughy? Whatever. But biscuits, biscuits. With an extra L in there for no reason. Biscuits? Oh. Come on, man. Now you're talking my language. You know, I'm always in the mood for biscuits. I'm always in the mood for biscuits. Mm, mm mm. Biscuits all day. Cause sometimes cornbread can taste too corny. Not to be corny, but you know, corny like a some cornbreads have a have an aftertaste that I don't appreciate that I didn't ask for but the biscuits I don't be I don't be getting aftertaste when I eat biscuits I've had I've had a couple biscuits where I could taste like the bacon soda after the fact like the bacon soda is the last little remnant of taste I'm like mm, bacon soda but that's rare that's rare that that happens but like cornbread though sometimes it's, it's just too the taste, I'll be like, man, this is this is this is cornbread. Some cornbreads are so good, they taste like cake. Shout out to that lady in Kansas City, the Jamaican lady that makes that cornbread that looks like cake. That cornbread is spiritual. But but then you got the cornbread at Cracker Barrel that's just okay. Like when I go to Cracker Barrel and you get the complimentary biscuits and cornbread, I'll be like, yo. Don't even bring the cornbread. Just bring all biscuits. That that alone, seeing me at Cracker Barrel lets you know what my answer is on this, this, or that. When they bring out the complimentary breads, I'd be like, hey, man, you don't even need to bring the cornbread. Just all biscuits. And I'd be tearing them Cracker Barrel biscuits in half. So, yes, the answer is biscuits. All day. All night long. Shout out to Lionel Richie all night long. 
Anyway, man, I'm getting the hell up out of here, man. Patron Saints, I appreciate y'all. New and old, I appreciate y'all for being here. Thank you for helping me run the show, run the podcast. Shout out to Sabrina as well. Appreciate you. Um, I appreciate y'all for bringing the topics, bringing the this or that. Y'all are a crucial part of this podcast, and I appreciate y'all. I love y'all passionately, man. Um, Kobe, if you don't get off my neck about the Emperor's New Groove, every time, Kobe, Every time you bring up the Emperor's New Groove, there's going to be a longer wait. Every time. And you you be the one. You, you be the one. And knowing you, knowing you, Kobe, the night I watch Emperor's New Groove, you probably won't even be there. Honestly. If we keeping it a hundred. Anyway, I appreciate y'all. Um... Uh, spread the word about verbal cardio, man. I want to get the numbers up on verbal cardio because I believe in this podcast. Y'all be like, yo, bring it back. When I bring it back, y'all better be there. Anyway, man, I love y'all and thank you for tuning in to another session of that verbal cardio.